Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Happy Hamster Corner, a podcast about cute, adorable animals, as well as featured stories, collaborations, hamster tips, and so much more. I'm your host, Holly, and I'm super excited for you all to be listening. Hi, everyone. Happy Friday, and welcome to The Happy Hamster Corner. I'm your host, Holly, and this podcast is for all the hamster hamster lovers out there. So on this week's episode, I have a collaboration with Mai from the Hungry Hammy Shop. So this was a really fun conversation. It was a long conversation. So I did break this up into two parts. This first part today is the initial part of our conversation. Things get a little emotional and it's full of good information and I hope you guys enjoy this part and next week we'll continue the rest of the conversation so yeah I hope you all enjoy hello everyone and welcome to the happy hamster corner as always I'm your host Holly and I am here with a guest from a hamster shop so I'm super excited for you all to meet my it's mine, right? Yes, mine. Okay. <laughs> I like had a brain fart for a second and then I was like, wait, that's how I pronounce <laughs> it, right? Okay. I was overthinking it. I was totally overthinking that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> my from Hungry Hammy's shop. So thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Do you want to say hi to everyone? Yeah, hi everyone. I've been a fan of this podcast for a long time and I'm so happy to finally be on here with Holly. I'm so excited to have you on. This is great. I think I discovered that you listened to my podcast. Like I commented on one of your amazing, those, um, I actually bought some of them for, for Linka because they were so cool. The little like planet things yeah. that hang down in your enclosure. And I was like, those are the cutest thing in the world. Like I need those. I need those. <laughs> I think I commented that on your post and you're like, I love your podcast. And I was like, I love your little like planet things. I need to buy those. I think I bought them like the next day. But yeah, it was great. Um, anyway, side note, everybody. But <laughs> That's what started this. <laughs> right? That is what started this for sure. <laughs> Okay, um, so do you want to give us a little bit of background story, kind of how you created your your shop and all that? Because I always wonder, like, what makes somebody start a, like, hamster shop, you know? Right. Yeah, of all the things, it's so funny because whenever my boyfriend tells his friends about the Hungry Hammy shop and what I do for fun – they're always like, you're joking, right? She runs a hamster shop. You're you're kidding me. And I never what? realized how odd and random that sounds to a regular human being that's like not part of Hamstergram <laughs> and not super committed. And then I took a step back and I just remember his friend like looking at me and saying, are you serious right now? Like you're joking. And, oh and I pulled up my site and everything and I showed the Instagram and they were like, oh my gosh, <laughs> like this is crazy. <laughs> and so I'm more than happy to explain and tell my story. So I had five hamsters. <laughs> I know, it's crazy. So I had five hamsters and at the start of COVID, I had wanted a hamster for so, so long. All my life I wanted pets and mm-hmm. I never, I never... I've never got any and I always wanted hamsters. And so I went from getting one to two to literally five within three months. Oh my gosh. It was intense. It was intense, but it was so fun. And I just loved having all of them so much. But then within, I know within, I think six, seven months, um, my first one passed away. So his name was Bow Nugget and he passed away and being the obsessive hamster owner I am, as you can see with all the photos, videos, all the things, toys, <laughs> I would go to every pet store in the state of Virginia, pretty much every single one. We would go on the weekend, my boyfriend and I, to every pet shop, and I would buy all the toys available. Okay, and, and you know, that sounds intense, 
But mm-hmm. at the same time, every hamster or every pet shop has like five hamster toys. It, it's this really true. not, it's <laughs> not like I'm buying hundreds each time, right? So after I bought every single one under the moon, I was mm-hmm. just so frustrated because I was spending all this money and they weren't playing with it. And then I was like, I'm sure other people get annoyed when they're spending money and it's clearly not even being used. And yeah. so you know, it began, right? So I remember when my hamster passed away, I was so heartbroken and I just kept thinking, what could I have done better? You know, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh my God, I, I didn't even get to hold him the last time he before he passed away because he lived with my boyfriend and the other hamsters lived with me and I was so mm-hmm. heartbroken because the next day I was like man I wish I had gone to his house yesterday just like out of the blue and then I remember I had a recording of him one last time and I was like I wish I would have known that was the last time I would have seen him because I would have yeah. done so much more but then you know in my mind I was like, I couldn't have done more. Like, I just, I bought him all the treats under the moon. We literally moved mm-hmm. into, you know, baby treats, dog treats, like, like way yeah. past the hamster section. And then, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, we all have those Gerber baby puffs, you know, like the whole lineup. We all do that stuff. Oh, and, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I feel like you're not committed yeah. unless you have Gerbers. <laughs> you, have, you have like baby and dog food for them. And, right. I just remember thinking to myself, what could I have done better? Like, what could I have done better to make him happier? And I just kept thinking mm-hmm. about the toys, right? Like, I was like, I just wish maybe we had, like, a toy with his name on it, something that I could have remembered, you know, as a keepsake or a toy that he really loved. But, of course, he didn't play with any of them because they were not fun. So that's yeah. how I began the Hungry Hammy shop, because I was like, I want to make at least toys for my hamsters to see if they love it. And then once they started loving it, I was like, I want to share this with everybody. Like, that <laughs> oh. And then I started yeah. it all in memory of Bow Nugget, right? And I remember, like, one of the mm. first toys I made was just, like, a chew toy with Bow Nugget's name on it. And I just remembered, like, I need to make all my hamsters a toy like this. So when they do pass away one day, I have this to remember them. I have videos of them playing with it. And, you know, it's it's just something that helps me remember them better. Yeah. No, that, that I do. I, I understand that. And that that is so cute that <laughs> you're like, I want to have a video of them playing with this toy and I have this now to keep as a memento of Mm -hmm. their life you know I love that I seriously love that yeah and then I know you um in your previous podcast you would always talk about different things you could do to remember the hamsters and as I mentioned you could a create your full-blown hamster shop (laughs) like me (laughs) but of course if you're not as committed another thing I did for him is where we buried him that same day after burying him and having a memorial, we actually built like a whole garden, like grew all these flowers right on top. And so Aww. every day that we could water it, it just felt like we were still taking care of him. Oh my gosh, I love well, I that. Like and I've seen other people also bury their hamsters in like smaller pots with like one singular plant. So every time they water it, it's it's almost like, you know, of course. However, I thought that's a really sweet idea. And I know we did it. And every time it always made me feel like I'm still able to take care of him. That is is so, so sweet. Oh, my gosh. I love that. Like, I love that idea. That, yeah, that is one that I'm definitely going to have to do in the future. Mm -hmm. Because, yeah, it kind of feels like you're still taking care of them, even after the fact, you know, because you're taking care of the plant that is the cycle of life, you know? Yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh. That is amazing. Thank you so much for sharing that. I'm sure like a ton of other people will feel the same way that I feel right now. Like I have a plant that I got in honor of Petra. And Mm -hmm. um, so that like every time I take care of that plant, I think of her, but I mean, it's different to have like the plants like over them, you know? Yeah. So I could definitely see that for sure. Oh, that's so cool. So like in in regards to hamsters 
passing away and their lives being so short. Um, I know there was a point that you wanted to talk about this, like how to prepare and prep yourself for knowing that the fact that your hamster's life is really, really short, um, which I think could definitely benefit other people, including myself, because <laughs> sometimes yeah. I even struggle with this. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think about it all the time. Every time one of them has a birthday, it, it's exciting, but this feeling of dread at the same time, right? Because they only mm-hmm. live one to two years. So once they hit that one year mark, it's almost like 50% of their lifespan is over. And, and it's scary, right? Because yeah. two humans, one year for us, we don't do much in a year. Time goes very slowly, but for them, it's it's so much faster. And you know, for me, a way I prepare, obviously, is taking lots of videos and photos. And I know mm-hmm. when both pass away, it was amazing to just be able to go back and see so many memories of when he was moving around, alive, active, hanging out with me, playing with us. And, and it's almost like um, you're just able to relive, physically relive that memory. And I think that's mm-hmm. really, really important. Um, and then another thing I always do is of course, I make them lots of treats, um, whether it's <laughs> putting seeds together, mixing with flowers or baking them little goodies. It's just like for fun, just doing something that makes them happy, right? Whether it's prepping mm-hmm. fresh veggies or giving them treats they like, just making an active point to keep doing all these things to show them that you love them and things that you can remember that you're spending time out of your day doing. I think that's all really, really valuable. Um, I know so many people on Hamstergram make amazing meals for their hamsters. And it's so amazing because on top of the hamster enjoying it, they may enjoy it in two seconds because they just pouch it and that's all you see. But the time (laughs) and effort that goes into it and the memories that you make, I know like my boyfriend and I will be rolling out dough for an hour, popping like a hundred cookies not because we need a hundred just because the amount of dough is just Mm -hmm. so much even if it's just a handful right that can make like a hundred little biscuits and here we are with a hundred biscuits for like five hamsters (laughs) they don't eat that much but it's just part of the experience which we really enjoy yeah exactly and even though you are putting like a lot of time and effort and energy into it that shows love for your Mm -hmm. hamster like that's the difference right there you know you taking the time to roll out and cut out you know 10 or 100 different treats is time and energy you're showing that love to your hamster and your hamster can tell that you know they know the difference so you giving that love for them and taking the time to do that definitely makes a difference in your hamster's life even just the smallest thing, you know, can mm-hmm. make a difference in it. And so I I appreciate you sharing that for sure. Because, I mean, even though you don't think that some things make a difference, they really do. Like, yeah. even if it's just taking a little bit of extra time, like, petting your hamster or, like, giving them an extra treat, Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Oh no, are you okay? (laughs) Yeah, I just, um, sometimes when I talk about stuff like this on the podcast, it just like, it brings back a lot of memories of Petra and it's like, it's so hard sometimes. (laughs) It's like, and then I know I remember I was going to tell you because this was also my recommendation to you because I can tell that you know, it makes you so sad when you talk about Petra too. And I'm, I'm the exact same way. Right. And mm-hmm. what, when I was saying, take lots of photos and videos, something that I know I did that really helped me get through bow nuggets loss was I took all those photos that I had. And there's so many, um, book, like photo book subscriptions out there. There's hundreds. And I remember I got one and you can, get a photo book made every month and I dedicated a whole book to him on the month that he passed so every single page in this like little 30 page book is pictures Mm -hmm. of him and whenever I miss him I just go back to it because yes we have videos on our phone yes we have photos on our phone but it's really hard to dig through them all and remember but if you have like a little book 
that is just on your table. And whenever you're feeling sad, you can open it up. It, it's so much easier and it will make you feel so much better. So I think you should do that. Um, you can make them every month and you always have like, you know, the latest and greatest. So it's like a little magazine for your hamsters. <laughs> See, that's how far committed I am. <laughs> No, I love that idea. Thank you so much. I'm I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm like just sitting here crying right now. Um, no, it's okay. I wish I could give you a hug. <laughs> oh, yeah, but it, it it's it's rough. Like there's a podcast recording I did um a couple weeks or like a week or so ago, and. They were talking about like giving their hamster medicine and I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm like about to start crying because I just remember like giving Petra medicine and like how much she hated it and like it's just rough for me sometimes. So like even looking at stuff, like pictures of her, videos of her, like it's so bittersweet and I don't know. It's it's really, really, really hard. <laughs> it's like you want to say it gets easier with time, but like it, does it really? You know, like it was kind of funny. There was um, just sign out story, but this was like earlier this week. <laughs> I had this hoodie or whatever that it's actually my boyfriend's hoodie and when Petra was really, really sick, like a couple days before she passed away, I was working from home because my job at the time I was working from home. And I just had her in the hoodie pocket because she would love to like hang out in my sleeve and hang out in my hoodie pocket. And I was wearing that hoodie and I put some bedding in there so that she was comfortable because I didn't want to leave her alone in her enclosure and but I had to still work at the same time. So I just had her in there and she was just kind of hanging out, um, sleeping and resting. And the other day, like I've washed the hoodie since then. I mean, that was like back in February. Um, but my boyfriend was wearing the hoodie the other day and he was like, there's hamster bedding in here. And I just started like bawling, like full blown, just like started bawling. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh, that's I'm so sorry. sorry. Um, but yeah, so then I just started bawling and I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> like, it just brought back that like memory that I totally forgot about that I just like shoved in the back of my mind because I didn't want to think about that. Yeah. And I just brought it to light again. I just started bawling. I was like, oh my gosh, like, <laughs> what the heck? You know, like, why am I crying over this? I'm crying over this, like, right now. And so I was like, holy crap, like, I totally forgot about that. And then it just, like, brought back, like, this flood of emotions. And, like, that happens every so often now, like, you know, talking about different things or talking about the plant. Like, I, it just brings back that memory of that like was kind of tucked away a little bit and then it just like brings back that flush of like oh my gosh I remember this like with her whatever and I just get like super sad oh I'm so sorry yeah no problem <laughs> it's not I was not expecting to like <laughs> cry I'm so <laughs> sorry no it's fine I think you know I think it is so sad, but at the same time, it's like, it. in a way, I think it's so amazing that there was bedding in his sweater because clearly, you know, he hasn't touched it since then. And it's just like amazing that you can remember that she was there, you know? Yeah. She physically was in there and it's still in like mint condition because, you know, if you take out your cage and swap it out and have some another hamster living in it, it's, it's almost like you lose that piece of her home. But that was like a reminder that, you know, she was there. So I'm sure it's just like a way of her saying for hi from above there, because what are the chances that he has not washed that sweater since then and that there's bedding in there, right? I, yeah. I think everything happens for a reason. I know. It's just, uh, thank you. That was like a mini therapy session. <laughs> oh, no problem. <laughs> oh, I appreciate that. But 
yeah, so for anybody out there that's still struggling with the loss of your hamster, it's been how long now for, <laughs> for Fetra? And I'm still struggling with it, obviously. So don't feel alone. But yeah, anyway, thank you so much for that. I really, really, really do appreciate that. And that and that's part of it too, is that you have to like, that's why I tried to make her life so good and was always trying to like improve and make things better and wanted her to have the best life and tried to spend as much time as possible with her. And like, I know it made a difference, you know, or like taking those videos and doing all of that stuff to show love for her, making border breakers, you know, spending time with her, all of that makes a difference. Yeah, for sure. It it definitely helps, like, providing a good life for them and wanting to provide a good life for your hamster definitely does help for when that time does come that you feel like you did everything you possibly could, you know? Yeah, for sure. Because then you don't feel like you didn't do enough. Yeah. And I think that is the biggest way that you can prepare, you know, always doing what you can and never feeling like, oh, what if I did this better? Oh my gosh, I regret not doing this. Like if you just Mm -hmm. do everything you can, you're not going to have regrets. And so when that time does come and they do pass, you can say confidently, I did everything in my power to give them the best life that I could. And, you know, I really cherish the time that we had together. I think that is the biggest way to cope with it. And not even just for hum- like for hamsters, with anybody in your yeah. life, right? Yeah, I mean, that doesn't go just for hamsters. Yeah, it does go for other pets as well. You know, providing the best that you can to your ability is is... It definitely helps out when that time comes, for sure. Because that was one thing with Petra that I was like, okay, well, I did give her the best life possible. Like, mm-hmm. I did take her to the vet several times when she was sick. Like, and it just, there was nothing I could do about it. it, it you know, it just, it is what it is, you know, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But the time that I did have her, I made it count. You know, and it's made me feel like the same thing with Linka too now that like, okay, I got to give her the (laughs) the best life possible too so that I don't, not just for feeling that way at the end of the day, but also so that she has a good life. And that's one thing that having one hamster has taught me that and doing things to the best of my ability has improved the life for the hamster that I have next down the road. So Linka now has a better life because I had Petra. I've learned and I've grown from that. So that is also a positive to having a hamster and then dealing with hamster loss as well. After the fact is taking what you've learned from that first hamster and applying it to the next hamster that you have down the road if you do. Of course, yeah. So, um, do you want to tell a little bit about your your current hamsters? Yeah, sure. So there's Pee Wee, <laughs> Butterfluff, Bimo, and Momo, and the four of them are living the best lives that I think they can get. All all <laughs> my money goes straight to them. <laughs> so I know. I assume they are very very happy like yesterday mm-hmm. uh, I've been wanting to upgrade them and and I always there's so many people on hamstergram who think this too and I always get a kick out of it they always say the room that I'm staying in is really my hamster's room I'm just like trying to sleep in a corner inside and I was like that is me. <laughs> I, I, this is not my room this is their room and I'm just like intruding <laughs> And, and like for Butterfluff yesterday, I spent the whole day upgrading our enclosure. I've been wanting to get a new one. Yeah. And someone was selling like a brand new 75 gallon tank. What? For like 85 bucks. And I was like, oh my God, dreams really do come true. This is a Christmas miracle. <laughs> it's 
Christmas miracle. <laughs> and I, I love was so it. Funny I was telling the person when I was picking up, I was like, my hamster's going to be so happy. <laughs> so, yeah. You oh, know, dreams, that's amazing. Come true. <laughs> <laughs> that is absolutely amazing. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Christmas miracle. <laughs> yes. That actually is though. Like those those tanks are hard to find and they're pricey. Like mm-hmm. 100%. <laughs> so yeah. And that's hilarious, though. I felt like that a little bit with Lincoln. And that's why I was like, okay, I need to convert my spare room into an office slash, like, hamster room slash, like, Linka's room because she made it clear that <laughs> my room was not hers. Or my room was not my room. It was her room. So exactly. <laughs> how she was louder than Petra, I have no idea. But she was freaking loud like super loud just like scurrying around like she I think she would like run out and just think like something was out to get her and then like run back into her little burrow and then like run back out and then like run back and she was so loud in there I'm like how are you so loud oh like, my gosh that's why Petra you had to ran with food in her wheel and she wasn't even as loud as you like what the heck yeah. so I was like all right I gotta do something because I can't get any sleep but yeah that's hilarious, though. 100%. Yeah. I know for me, I have two tanks in my room, one in my living room, and hamsters everywhere. Honestly, if I could move everything and add another tank and put another hamster in here, I would. I just love them so much. And I, I was oh, just yeah. saying, like, I would get, like, annoyed, but I have no other options. Um, And so yeah. I actually, every time I hear them, every single night, they're, you know, running around, being real crazy loud. It, it used to, I used to wear like earplugs to sleep because sometimes it would be that loud times two, right? Because there's two hamsters. Mm-hmm. And then now whenever I hear them, whether it's their whimsy banging up on the wood or the glass, like nonstop as they're chewing, whatever obnoxious loud sounds they make. Now I, I think, you know what? The fact that I'm hearing something is actually relieving because they're like one that's 50 percent of their lifespan the more i hear them the more that tells me that they're doing well <laughs> and i'm like oh yeah i can see that I'd if i just heard silence so i have like cameras on them and then you know when i hear them it actually i feel like it helps me sleep better now that i changed my mentality <laughs> that's how I get over it. I'm like, thank God I hear them. I love that they're doing something. I'm so happy you guys are moving real healthily today. <laughs> right? No, I could yeah. see that for sure. Because now I'm like, okay, I want to get a night vision camera to have to put on Linka's enclosure oh so gosh, I can watch her. Each <laughs> cage. It's crazy. What kind? Like, of- I- <laughs> what? I have two in like each of my cages. I would highly recommend it. What kind do you use? So I use the Wise Cam, and it works really well okay. because it tells you every time. So you can set a whole vision. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like you set this whole frame in which you want to monitor when they're moving. And then if there's any motion detected in whatever frame you set, it, it notifies you. It actually sends you a notification. So whenever I get oh. a notification, I'll run up in the middle of the day and be like, oh, my God, you guys are awake. Let me feed you. So that's an amazing <laughs> way to bond with them and yeah. then not just staring into their cage like a crazy person 24-7. So, yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> okay. Will you send me the link to that yes, one? Yes, yes. And then also to that book, too, that you were talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll link them down in the show notes for anybody that wants to take advantage of those as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Cause I, yeah, I definitely need to get one of those, especially for, for Linka. Cause like most of the time when I go in her, in the office room, like where she's at, like podcast recording office room, whatever, she isn't awake. <laughs> so it's like hard, but I'm like, I know she's been awake cause her stuff's mm-hmm. moved around. Like, her Gerbers are gone. <laughs> her horde stash looks like she's, you know, dug through it a little bit and whatnot. So I know she's still like active in there, but it's hard to like actually go in when she's awake. So, but it, it's, it's still nice though. Cause like, I just cherish knowing that she's more like hamster 
makes me cherish that time that I do spend with her and that she does want to like spend with me. (laughs) I like cherish it 10 times more because I'm like, oh my gosh, like she's letting me pet her like for more than two (laughs) seconds. (laughs) She didn't just take the Gerber and like her treat and then just run back into her burrow. Like she's actually letting me pet her. (laughs) I'm like petting her like, don't move, don't move, don't move. So, yeah, that's good to know that the the cameras really do make a difference because, like, that's good to know. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And and it's also great because I personally have, you know, like, four hamsters. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to check 24-7, you know, how active they've been when they were last up. But this actually is also a peace of mind because I know so many people say, oh, my gosh, my hamster passed away, right? And it's like, oh, it's been, you know, however many hours. I didn't know. But this way, it kind of, if you know your hamster schedule, just check the notifications and then check the events to see when they were last active. And that also tells you their health condition, too. So I personally love that. Oh, that's a good point, too. Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. definitely. Okay. We're all going to go and get <laughs> night vision We're cameras for our hamsters if you don't have one. Have motion cameras <laughs> and little photo books. <laughs> and little photo books too. I really want to do that for Petra because that would be really nice. Um, another nice really rom- um, memento of her. So, yeah, definitely. Oh, well, having four hamsters, you – you have to have some like, well, when you had five hamsters, but you have to have a lot of stories of your hamsters. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, oh. They're crazy. <laughs> Do you have any stories that you want to tell? Oh my gosh. So recently I drove over to my boyfriend's house at two in the morning. I swear I was booking it like 80 miles an hour. It was crazy because, so I was FaceTiming him in the middle of the night. And so our Mm -hmm. one hamster, the one, the first one we got with Bone Nugget, he was, he's, I think like one and a half years old now. So he's, he's getting up there. We're always Mm -hmm. talking to him. We're like, you're a little old man. You're like 65 years old. (laughs) Uh, But he runs like 10 marathons a day. He's doing really well. And so we were FaceTiming and he's always on his wheel nonstop running. Mm -hmm. And, And then we were FaceTiming and then suddenly he's just laying on the wheel. And I was like, oh my gosh, he never lays on the wheel. He's always running like a marathon runner. And I told told my boyfriend, just hang up and then record him. So we have that, you know, as a memory because he's never just laying there. That's so cute. And it was so scary, Holly. He called me back and he was crying. He's like, he's not moving. Oh my gosh, Holly. I almost lost it. So in the video and and he showed me live too. He was poking my hamster and and and, and Pee-wee was just sliding around the wheel. So he would move the wheel and Pee-wee was just sliding around like a lifeless hamster with his eyes open. What? Oh my gosh. I was we were like crying, sobbing and what? then he took him out the wheel, right? And he put him on his platform. And Holly's uh-huh. eyes were still super big. And he did not move. And we were like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. He was moving one second ago. We were just holding him. And we were FaceTiming. And he was, like, kissing the camera. Like, what happened? Yeah. And then, oh, my gosh. I came over. And then I gave him a piece of fruit to see if he would move. He suddenly bolted moved and then froze again and i'm sure he just learned how to play dead or something for five minutes and i was like you almost gave us a heart attack peewee like that's not funny (laughs) oh my gosh i would be freaking out i know dogs can play dead but peewee over here was he was on another level. Like, <laughs> I don't know who taught him that, but they need to go unteach him that because that was scary. <laughs> yeah, I hope that never happens again. That that sounds freaking terrifying. I would be yeah, I freaking know. out. Apparently, I was watching um, Victoria from YouTube's hamster activity, their 26 or however many behaviors. And I think oh, okay. one of them was like hamsters freezing but I don't, I don't, or daydreaming. Sometimes they daydream and freeze. I, I think it might have been one of those, 
but now I just point it as playing dead. And I was like, that's not funny. Don't do that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so oh if any, if that happens to anyone else, it's happened to me. You're not alone. <laughs> <laughs> it's really scary. Yeah, I really hope that hasn't happened to anybody else. That's that sounds absolutely mm-hmm. terrifying. I like full blown terrifying. Like even sometimes I get nervous of like, like when Petra would do this or Linka would do it, just like more freeze, you know, like when they just like perk up and like freeze for a sec. I'm like, are you okay? Like, (laughs) but you know, you know, it's like a normal behavior for them, but it's like so weird. That is, that is so freaking strange, dude. Oh Oh my gosh. gosh. I need to tell you another story that's obviously a little more lighthearted. That was scary, (laughs) but that was very recent. And I was like, I did not know hamsters could play dead. Like that blew my mind. I Googled everything on the internet and I did not see one single article about that. So I I am that internet article today. (laughs) I know. Seriously. You got to like spread the word about that. Like what the heck? I didn't know that was a thing. And then, so let me tell you another, another funny story. So, Okay. (laughs) Months ago, right? I was going to Italy for vacation. And I remember the night before I was telling all my hamsters goodbye. You know, mommy's going to be back in like two weeks. So and so will take care of you. Don't even worry. Mommy left lots of food. And, you know, you guys Mm -hmm. are in good hands. Don't even worry. And then, oh my gosh, I kid you not, the flight was at 7 a.m. or let's say 9 a.m. But I had to wake up at 6. So in the middle of the night, it was really dark. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly, I'm walking around my room in the dark, and I, 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 I don't have the perfect vision, so I have to wear contacts or glasses. And mm-hmm. then suddenly, I see like in the dark, right at six a.m. There's kind of like that little overcast light, almost. It's just like barely enough light, but mm-hmm. you can kind of see in the dark. And suddenly, I see a little blob on the ground moving, <gasps> and I'm like, "What is that?" And I almost stepped on it, and then I realized it was Momo. She escaped her cage almost like she wanted to say, wait, take me with you. I want to go to <laughs> And oh my gosh, this is why Holly and everyone else out there, you need to get a camera because I was able to capture her escaping her cage in the middle of the night. And I have this like guard underneath my door in case, because sometimes I free roam them around the room. And uh-huh. like, if they ever do escape or if they ever are running around, they just can't leave the room. So I know they're, if I do lose them, quote unquote, they're, they're still within the vicinity. And then, mm-hmm. so that guard came in so handy and it turns out she had been walking around the room for six hours. And I remember when I picked her up, she just looked at me like, this is her midnight stroll. How dare her? How dare I stop her? <laughs> like mid stroll. Oh my God. Holly. She was not even panicking when she saw me like this huge giant monster <laughs> almost stepping on her. She was just waddling around like, oh, this is her- your trip to the oh my gosh oh, I lost that's hilarious she's just like I was looking for your suitcase I know. I know and I was like thank god I stopped one step one one step too late and Momo I don't know what what would happen oh my gosh it, oh my it was crazy gosh. so I always show people that video and I'm like look, look look at this little psycho so yeah. now I've learned I have like protective hair here <laughs> How, so how did she escape out of her enclosure? So her enclosure, like one side of it has the lid and the other side doesn't because I strategically made half a lid because it's like under my desk. It's 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 really complicated. But essentially one side doesn't have, it's like a really small portion that doesn't have the lid. But then I happen to have a little wooden hideout underneath where the little frame of the cage is so she actually climbed on top of the little house and then strung on with all her might for like 10 hours she was trying to escape and then she did it and she was (laughs) walking around you know how thin these like aquarium tank frames are it's Mm -hmm. it's it's like half half an inch and she was like tight roping tight roping on that Oh for god. a good however long having too much fun <laughs> oh my gosh that is crazy <laughs> i know 
Oh, that's a, that's a good like escape story though. Like I oh. know. It's, she wanted to go. <laughs> she definitely wanted to go with you. <laughs> oh my gosh. So another reason why everyone should get this camera, because on top of, you know, checking on them, seeing what they're doing, you can also catch these amazing things that you would not have seen otherwise. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. Like how how crazy. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Oh my gosh. I could just like picture her like just trying to get out. <laughs> like, all right, I got it. I got it. I got it. I'll get it. I'm gonna I'll get have it. to like post a video on Instagram one day because yeah. <laughs> her strength is so crazy. She she is training for I don't even know what, but it was 100% all body strength. She was really going to get there with, and she's a tiny robo hamster, Holly, a robo hamster. This is not a big, strong Syrian. Yeah. She, I don't know what she's training for, but <laughs> clearly. She, she's like, I'm training to go on a trip with mom. <laughs> oh my God. Oh. You know, she has like a whole, I have a whole playpen for her and everything. That's crazy. But I was like, there is nobody more adventurous than Momo on planet Earth. Like, she just wants to see everything. That is, that is lovely. I love that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> how cute. That is freaking amazing. I love that. Yeah, one day I'll post a video. I'm going to send it to you and you're going to get a kick out of it. Yeah, like, oh you'll have gosh. to send it to me. And especially a robo, too, like how you were saying, like Petra could like not even climb on top of highs. She could like yeah. sometimes even like struggle to get into her wheel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, OK, we got to put a little bit more bedding <laughs> underneath yeah. it for you. <laughs> yeah, I think. And, and that's why one of my also favorite podcasts that you had were about hamster personalities and how you knew how Petra had such a unique personality. It lined up with yours so much. And she was like, you're a hamster soulmate. She was like, you mm -hmm. in the form of a hamster. And, you know, the best part about having five hamsters is that you really do learn. They're all so different. They have very strong personalities. Oh, I bet. You know, like even between Linka and Petra, you know, you're saying they're so different, but really they, they're just like humans. They're all very, very, very different. Oh yeah, definitely. And like from what I've heard and talked to people, it's like they definitely have a personality, like a different personality like humans do. Like you think, mm -hmm. oh, it's a hamster. It's all the same. They run in their wheel. They eat their food. They pouch it. Like, nah, <laughs> so exactly. much more than that so much more than that so do you mind going through your hamsters and like telling a little bit about their personalities oh my gosh yes <laughs> like, do I need to so <laughs> oh my gosh so let me tell you so between all five of them right so bow nugget the one that passed he he was like the fattest little hamster he his personality <laughs> was like the little fat boy he would run around steal everybody's food and oh all he gosh. did he was he would so originally he was living with peewee when he was younger but then we separated them but as they were living together he was like the food hoarder but i give him props because he worked really hard for his food like when you when we would um sprinkle the food everywhere he would get every last drop before peewee could even get it to the point where we would feed them in our hands separately to make sure that peewee would get food too but he Aww. was like world's best hunter and gatherer he was out there all he did no matter how far the food <laughs> was or like how hard you hit it he will find it that oh is his gosh. mission every day and then you know kiwi of course not focused on food he he's a marathon runner he i've never seen a hamster run so much and i have a video of him on instagram where he's just running non-stop like nobody can catch me because he does that i swear for 10 hours a day he does nothing else but run and he's so sweet he's so gentle but oh he gosh. is always running a million miles a minute and both of them are robos so and that then, makes sense why it was so weird when he just froze for so long yes because he's a robo and they they don't okay. ever stop moving it's not like syrians and like other breeds where they stop these do not stop moving like yeah i think if they stop there's something wrong <laughs> <laughs> 
And then, so that's them. Those are the boys. And then between the girls, we have Momo. As I told you, her escape story. She's very (laughs) adventurous, wants to see everything. She will jump off, like, you know, like one foot ledges straight into the sand. Like, death is not, death is no worry. She's, she has no concern. And then we have, oh my gosh, she's living life to the fullest. She is. So she's a robo. And then the other one, her sister, is also a robo. So we have four robos and one Campbell. And the other one is Bimo. And she she's very skittish. I have never seen a hamster so scared. She just Aww. always, anytime there's a loud noise, she just runs away. And she always, I think she she probably would get scared of her own shadow, honestly. <laughs> like, this, poor, this poor child gets so afraid of anything and everything. Um, <laughs> This poor baby. Oh, she just gets very, she gets very scared. And then, and then there's Butterfluff, the one that you see all over my Instagram. She's that Campbell, that's super big, got that tan and white coat. Mm -hmm. And she's so different from them because she's so much slower. First of all, she actually stops moving. (laughs) It's probably she's the one in most of the photos because she's she's used to take pictures. She actually stops moving. Everyone else is on their 10th <laughs> marathon for the day doing whoever knows what. But Butterfluff, the thing I love about her, she's she's not adventurous. She hates adventure, actually. So I had her in this huge 40-gallon cage with the open doors. Mm-hmm. And I would test my hamsters. And I would give her, like, a ladder. Because I'm sure you've seen people with huge play pens that have it open to the hamsters 24-7. Yeah. Yeah, so I was trying to build like a tiny corner to see because I'm convinced that she's not adventurous. I am convinced she hates leaving her house. And so I would <laughs> like close off. Yeah, I really would love to. I, I spent a lot of time analyzing that personality. No, I love it. It's great. <laughs> so I would leave this huge like ladder out, right? And leave it into this little mini playpen area mm-hmm. to see if she would leave. And I am telling you, I have so many videos where she would step onto the ladder, look out, and then step back inside her house. She just said, I saw what I needed to see, and I'm and I'm not interested. And, and so many times, I'll take her out of her cage. And then, so I'll take her out, but I'll still be like within one inch of her cage. And she's just trying to go back in. Like, she's eating all the food, but she just seems like... She she does not want to walk around. She does not want to see what what else is out there. She's like, I love my house. I don't oh want to be anywhere. Else. Which is why I upgraded her to the seventy five gallon tank because mm-hmm. I was like, of everyone here, she just doesn't want to leave. She loves that place. Yeah, no, so, that makes sense. Definitely, <laughs> you provide yeah. too well of a habitat for her. <laughs> she she loves it. She just doesn't. She's not That's interested amazing. in anything else so funny but those are those are mine they all have very very (laughs) different personalities (laughs) but she she works really hard like with the planets that you see um Mm -hmm. she if I string the planets up on top of let's say five ledges and five platforms in her spare time she will climb to the top and like jump down like a crazy person just to get it she will hang on to the planets like she's doing like a monkey bar oh my gosh determined i tell you she loves that place she doesn't want to leave her house her house is the best place on earth it seems yeah that that is amazing i love the how she like steps onto the ladder for like a second she like looks around she's like nah it's like that um, it's like that meme of the when it snows outside and the cat like you see like the little paw in the Mm -hmm. in the snow print it's like nope (laughs) i'm not i'm not going out there like that that's her (laughs) And I'll sprinkle like food on the ladder to entice her to go all the way down. She will go and get the food as far as the food is and then go back up right away. Like that's done. That's that was hilarious. enough today. That oh is a home body to the max. <laughs> All right, so I hope you guys did enjoy that collaboration. Thank you again, Mai, for coming on, and I can't wait to release the rest of this conversation. It was a blast having you on the podcast, and everybody go and check out her hamster shop if you haven't already. And yeah, so let's get into Holly's hamster tip of the week. This week is... 
This is going to seem very basic, but hamsters are pets, not toys. They're a living creature that deserves love, compassion, and deserves to be cared for, especially if you decide to go out and get a hamster. It's your responsibility to take care of them. It's not just something for you to play with for two weeks and then get bored of. Hamsters are pets that deserve love. Okay, so that wraps up another episode and next week I'll be releasing the second half of this episode. I'm super excited for you guys to listen to the rest of this conversation and on that note, I love having you guys on the podcast with me so if you want to come on and share a tip or a story or spread word on proper hamster care send me a message on petra the hamster on instagram i would love to hear from you guys and love to share your story and yeah so reach out to me if you're interested in that or also if you just want to send a ride in if talking in front of a mic is not your thing. I get it. It's not for everybody. So yeah, you can always send a write in as well. And if you enjoy this podcast, go ahead and share it with a friend, like it, subscribe, rate it, review. It really does mean a lot to me and it helps spread the word on proper hamster care and get this podcast out and about. (laughs) So thank you so much for listening and You guys are amazing. I say this every week, but yeah. And if you also want the Happy Hamster Corner merch, I have water bottles and mugs available. So send me a message if you're interested in those. And yeah, have a wonderful week and weekend. (laughs) But first, and of course, always have a happy one guys all right so we are recording now (laughs) okay (laughs)